What's up, everybody? It's Jeffrey Lyles. You are listening to Lyles Movie Files. It is another Wacky Wednesday. I got the boys here with me. We're going to break down the Oscar nominations. The Academy Awards were announced this this uh, Monday, and there was all kinds of controversy and tables being thrown upside down after these reveals. And we're going to break them down. So let's just get into it right now. What's up, little brother? Not much, man. Ready to do some podcasting, uh, ready to talk some Oscars, and I'll try and keep the tables on the ground. Thank you. And live from L.A., California, we got Jay King. What's up, man? Oh, man, I'm California dreaming. It's a beautiful 66 degrees in Los Angeles. And uh, uh, Jeff, go Niners. I have to say that to you. Thank you, man. Niners. I appreciate it. I'm trying to, to stay... At a modicum of restraint. Yeah, man, of course. Because for me, I don't want to talk until the end of the season. That's right. That's how you do it. That's how the I, responsible fan does. That's that's how you do it. Because I was uh, posted on Facebook. I was really excited, hyped up about the playoffs, and just seeing how Kyle's got the boys going. This was leading into the divisional round against Minnesota. So it wasn't even, you know, we were on, on bye week. And... One of my Facebook buddies was like, "Oh, you know, you got, you know, you guys aren't gonna win because my Ravens are gonna win." Oh yeah, yeah. how'd that work out for him? Not too hey, well. Has he talked to you since that time? <laughs> I'm not the kind of guy to to make a screenshot and post it later, but if I were, I would. So if there happens to be a Super Bowl game that your team may happen to win, you wouldn't happen to. Put said quote onto said your own Facebook wall. Said how did that work out for us? Yeah, I, I I'm not gonna comment on that until yeah, that, after February third. There you go. Yeah, that's me. Respon- All right. Responsible fandom. Hey, that's me, man. I was I was thinking back to October thirty first, two thousand fourteen. Jace and our boy, we were out in Vegas for Halloween weekend, right? And most people in Vegas and Halloween weekend are the clubs, got their costumes together. Jason, my boy, they have to go on a costume recruiting mission. They have to go cobble together some costumes for us just so we can fit in, right? I was not out there with them. And you're going to ask, well, where were you during this great costume gathering mission? I was in our Weston hotel room. Watching the ESPN, watching the Niners lose to the Bears. Now, this is the level <laughs> of ridiculous okay. Niner fan that I am. And that's dedication. It's, that it's, is dedication. It's, it's real dedication. I was just thinking about that. I was like, you know, that may be the pinnacle of the worst era of the Niners since I've been a fan. But I was in Vegas oh. watching these guys lose. Uh, yeah. And he was the worst? at that time, too, which was even. I mean, the worst, though? Because of the setting. I mean, there have been okay. worse games. All right. But I mean, I mean, of course. Any minute spent in a hotel room by yourself in Vegas is time wasted. You should be judged. Thoroughly. I understand right. that. Right. Especially, especially during Halloween. Because you can just walk outside and like, oh, my gosh, it's the greatest city ever. Yeah. So, yeah. But I was just like, wow, I'm a real ridiculous Niner fan. It's, it's dedication. It is something. 
Speaking of dedication, we have some real dedication to mediocrity with these 92nd Academy Award nominations. I feel like I should go backwards. In my post, I wrote it from the best picture, but let's work our way backwards here. I want to get your, your guys' thoughts on these main categories and just get your take on what y'all thought about these jokers. Um, so let me just, I'm trying to figure, all right, let's start off with visual effects. We're going to go real, real old, you know, we're going to go right away from the big ones and go to the, hey, you, your film made money. Let's put you in here so people will watch on the pretense that this will get the award. So the visual effects, visual effects nominees are Avengers, Endgame, The Irishman, The Lion King, 1917, Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. I watched all of these movies. Um, the Irishman and The Lion King should not be in this category. Um, it's really weird and creepy to watch animals talk. When they're not cartoons, and it's just but it's hard. live action. It's not really live action. Oh, you can't disagree. Man, so I thoroughly disagree with your assessment of the Irishman shouldn't be in visual effects, and I'll tell you why, Jeffrey. Please, because to make Al Pacino and Joe Pesci not look like a melting pile of old flesh, to make them look like people. That was a that was an accomplishment. But, but then they couldn't do it with Bobby. But wait a minute, isn't that? <laughs> I mean, because every time I looked at De Niro, I was like, um, "What are y'all doing here?" But I'm sorry. Pessy and Pacino look good, but man, I don't know what they they must have had another team on De Niro. Well, they look. I said that when I saw that 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 they got that that movie was nominated for that particular award. I laughed, but I said, well, you think about it. To make these old thoughts look like, I guess, <laughs> I guess like men of steel virility. Like, I expected to see each one of them eating a bowl of applesauce and or sitting in a, a wheelchair <laughs> with, a, with, a, with a nurse. Like, a like, like that last scene, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, come on, man. Seriously. That was a waste of a nomination. That was a waste of a nomination. I mean, I didn't like Gemini, man, but to have Will Smith look like 20-year-old... Uh, a 22-year-old uh, 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 six degrees of separation, Will. That was an accomplishment. It was good right until he started talking. I don't know until what the started, deal was. Until the movie started, yeah. Well, I don't know what the deal was when he spoke, but yeah. it was like they couldn't get that part. It was like they could get younger Will Smith, but they couldn't get younger Will Smith talking right. Because when yeah. he just sat still and was quiet, it was like, oh, wow, that's amazing. But it was like... Yeah, it was like watching one of those old kung fu movies. And it's like, what the heck? Was yeah, weird. I think they spent no time on that. Yeah. I'm going to give my award that is never going to win to Avengers Endgame in this one because they just did some crazy stuff. And they're uh, they're able to do that de-aging in a way that it makes it look natural. Yeah. But here, here, I mean, I guess here's my problem. It's like they would actually give the Irishman that award because they are going to. I mean, but it's like... Well, maybe that or 1917. Okay, yeah. Probably, it'll probably go to 19, 1917 because they can have, like, the little cop out. Like, this was very, you know, visually stunning. But it's also it's like they did de-aging, created a whole world that looked realistic. Like, the last scene, I mean, the battle scene in, in, in game, like, we're really not going to admit that was, like, awesome. 
We're just like, like if this was done by George Lucas, you guys would already fine. We'll throw him a bone. He's in the club. But Avengers, no, this is a straight comic book movie. We can't give it anything. No, no, you can't do it. It's just wrong. It's like, yeah, I just, I I just find it lame. It's like they fell all over themselves for Avatar, so I just think it's really interesting the shift because Avengers has more of a story than Avatar. But that's Cameron. Yeah, He's, it's not a cartoon. We end up making it into a cartoon. That's fine. But it's one of our guys who made this visual world, and it's just the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. So moving on to makeup and hairstyling. We've got Bombshell, Joker, Judy, Maleficent, Mistress of Evil in 1917. Uh, Jeff, I'm sorry. I just want to say one thing about the last category. Oh, yeah. Go for it. My nomination was Ad Astra. There you go. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that was beautiful to me. But, yeah, what do I know? It was weird because that only got in the sound mixing category. And I was like, yeah. wow. Okay. Why? See, all right. You know. Was that movie good? I liked it's it. It's better than it's some slow. of these other movies. Okay. Yeah, it's slow paced, but it was good to me. Okay. If you got a good story, like, I don't care if you blow stuff up or if it's a lot of CGI or a ton of action. Tell me a good story. Tell me a good story. And it was a decent story. I liked it. And if you can blow up some stuff with a good story, it's even better. Hey, it's even better. The best of both worlds. Best of All right. So what do you guys think about this makeup category? Makeup and hairstyling. I feel like if a black movie ever wins this one, I'm going to pass out like Fred Sanford. It's going to be the literal big one. I'm going to tell you this. If the the movie, the black movie that ever wins or gets nominated for that particular award would have to be set in a certain era. And she have to, they'd have to be slaves. I think you would have to, if you're doing a black movie, it had to be based in the 1920s where you do the Roaring Twenties and you know, the hair and, and mm-hmm. the styling of that era, yeah, you, you'd have to knock that out of the park. Um, yeah. But that's it. Yeah, that's it. Even yeah. when they do it in the 70s and you do it well, you know, it takes some doing to recreate an afro and some mutton chops, Jack. You can't just slap a wig on that. Believe me, we tried. It don't work. You got to grow them. And Jamie Foxx's hair and Just, just Mercy should have been up there for that alone. I don't know if you've seen the the trailers or the movie yet, but his hair in that is magnificent. Before they updated to the '90s uh, Philly style, but there's no appreciation for that in the hairstyling category. No, so yeah. All right, now we're gonna go to the most, maybe the most egregious omission in this entire thing: costume design. The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker. Little Women, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Now, my issue with this one, of course, is that Ruth E. Carter was not nominated for Dolomite Is My Name, where she actually made costumes. I, I'm, I just don't understand what... I didn't, I didn't watch any moment of The Irishman and go, wow, those are some really nice suits. It just seems like such low-hanging fruit to go with the, oh, okay, look, they're wearing outfits from the time. And ditto for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. This seems more of a thing of going to the thrift store and going, oh, look, a 70s shirt. Perfect. That'll work. I mean, Little Women, they designed costumes for that one. Jojo Rabbit, 
And in Joker, hey, let's dye a suit purple, like that DC comic book character. What was the costume? There was, I mean, it's just like a bunch of people. Uh, it, it's, I guess my critique is like, if you think there's anything different, like Dolomite, you had to actually work to find costumes. But like you said, and Joker was, this is what people wear now. And one guy in a suit. So that didn't, that didn't make any sense to me. They probably called Puffy up and like, look, you have a purple sh- suit we can borrow? <laughs> I got you. Uh, you know, with costume, that, that category, I'm, I'm, I'm really, well, no, I, I, I say this. There's few movies that come out, unless they're period movies, that impress me. If they're not mm-hmm. period movies, you've got to be a, a, a forward-thinking space-type movie, a space mm-hmm. movie, right? Or forwarding in time. And they don't, don't have those that, movies right? designs. And if, if Avengers don't. would have been another one that would have, that should be in this costume design category. Because it's like, oh, shoot, you guys made Thor fat. I was going to say, I, I guess my, <laughs> my other thing with this category is like, this is the highest grossing movie. I mean, sorry, highest grossing worldwide movie ever. And you guys gave it sound mixing. It's like, you guys, you look just, I mean, you should be sprinkling this in categories that deal no. with anything. Just to get people, we know, I mean, like, everyone figured out after you did it with Avengers, yeah, we're not going to actually give you anything, dude. but at least now they like, hey, it might throw out a bone here and there. No, dude, look, you, you, you're talking about the petty old guard. They're not going to throw a bone to anything that they don't, that they don't hold in a regard, or they, at least they're not going to do some token shit to. Like, Cinema hey, that no one watched, that again, no one cares about. I guess my other thing is, like, you're going to say visual effects for the Irishman, which uses the same techniques you criticize Avengers for using. It's like, they don't I'm, criticize it. I'm, they I'm just, just don't, like, don't pay attention to it. It's, it's, not, it's not cinema. It's not. Awesome. I mean, some, some Oscar voters were basically, I'm never going to vote a comic book movie in any of the big categories. So they said that, and I was just like, eh. I feel like the well, younger generation why... will, will actually start to consider it. But it's just well, this they, is a... bad I'm form. Sorry, yeah, it's so stupid to ignore these movies. Like, oh, they don't fit my definition of cinema. And you see it reflected in all these nominations, which we'll get into what is considered cinema. This is their OK Boomer moment. And this is, it's been their OK Boomer moment for years now. Forever. Like, look, forever. Like, look, dude, I know that you don't like the changing demographic or dynamic of the film going experience. But the period piece, oh, my goodness. The period piece is it's going to come out every year, and we don't have to care about this movie. Or the the blatant Oscar grab is going to come out every uh, uh, what? Even now in the summer, they're starting to come out. So let's say between the summer months to the end of the year, these movies are going to come out, and you can sniff them a mile away. The booming yep, score, absolutely. you know, yeah, it's like the, the trailer pops like okay. oh god, yeah. 1917, <laughs> Or, or Platoon or Apocalypse Now, but I'm still going to watch it. The thing is, 
these are movies that are pandering to me to the Oscar vo- the, the those who have Oscar votes. voting block. Yep. Oscar voting block. And the worst part is they get them. So it's not like I was going to reward this bad behavior by not nominating you. It's like, oh, great. You're making a movie for us. We're going to nominate you. We're going to nominate you. And dude, let me me say this. Netflix was guilty of that this year, I think. And I haven't watched all the Netflix movies because there's just too many. They went Um, hard. They went hard. They went monkey hard. Like, dude, I know I'm probably jumping the gun here, but ma- was it Marriage Story with uh, the Adam guy that Driver, looks like yeah. a foot? Yeah, the guy that looks like a foot with a mustache. It's like a human foot. <laughs> like, he's, he's got a fa- uh, like a foot full face in Charlotte. Uh, was saying Scarlett Johansson. I was for I was forced to watch this this this, this thinker, and I couldn't have been more bored with the story. It just there was nothing there. Oh, couples having marital problems. Oh, oh, serious acting. All right, yeah, whatever. There was even though you know, and that's the thing about it. When I think of like move acting that moves you, like I think of Denzel as Malcolm X. I think of like real stories where people really had to show a range of emotion. Adam Driver falling on the ground and crying because his wife don't love him no more. That wasn't it. That wasn't it. <laughs> but yet hey, we're gonna nominate this. This was such a wonderful film. No, it wasn't. This was a lifetime movie. Disguised as an Oscar film. This sucks. Dude, but they that's know, what they, they vote for. To, they know how to work it. Yeah, they do. I don't have a lot of problems with animated feature film nominations. I I rarely do, unless it's just something just completely ridiculous. Those nominations were How to Train Your Dragon, the final chapter. I lost my body. Claws Missing Link, Toy Story 4. I love Claws. I think that movie should win, although because it's much more grounded and focused on December and Christmas time, it probably won't hold up for voters as, say, Toy Story 4. Although I think Toy Story has kind of won enough awards that maybe something else could. What do you guys think? No. Toy Story is one of our favorites, and we're going to reward it because that's what we watch. The same thing over and over again. Hmm. All right. Original score. Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. All right. I'm 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 immediately exiting out Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. The only memorable moments in the score was the end credits. Um, I guess Joker had a good score. <laughs> Thank you. I guess Joker had a good score. I mean, you know, for a self-important movie. You know, I'm, I'm not. I'm not upset with that one winning. 1917 was fine too. Yeah. What do you guys think? Uh, it's gonna be the epic score of the epic movie, so it's gonna be 1917. Mm-hmm. All right. These are the ones that always carry. They always take them home. You gotta. The more epic the picture, the more epic the score. You know, cue up the strings. Yeah, and the boom, 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 boom. You know, you gotta cue up those moments. It, it, that's gonna win because I'm pretty sure that moment has plenty of those. That movie, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, has plenty of those. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So we got original song, Toy Story 4, Rocket Man, Breakthrough, Frozen 2, and Harriet. Now, the only surprise here is that Beyonce didn't get a nod for her spirit song from The Lion King. I guess they were concerned that Beyonce may show up an hour late, and that's why they didn't nominate her. Hey, 
I told you she she knew she wasn't getting that Oscar last week. That's why she came like like that Golden Globe. Yeah, she's like I ain't, I ain't paying y'all game. Y'all can't even give me something I actually kind of deserve. Screw y'all. I'm coming an hour late. That song wasn't that great. Yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. Like Beyonce does it. It's like oh, I'm like eh. Like, look at look. I know if we're supposed sing to it love all the time, Beyonce. It's a great song, but nah, come on. Like, look, I know we're supposed to love Beyonce, okay? But come on. And we do. <laughs> we do. Fun. She sings, too. I heard. Yeah. I'm my fault. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm trying to keep this professional. Okay, so <laughs> moving on to cinematography, another category that was just like, did you guys watch any other movie outside of these? So we had The Irishman, Joker, The Lighthouse, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So no waves, no queen and slim, no last black man in San Francisco. I mean, these are movies that even if you didn't like the movies, you can appreciate the cinematography. It's like, oh, shoot, this is what cinematography is. It's not. Oh, man. Once once upon a time in Hollywood where, hey, let's see how Quentin Tarantino can focus on feet yet again. (laughs) I'm sorry. I mean, you know. And don't I don't me. know. Was there don't was there a great scene in the the Irishman? It was like, wow, that was shot really well. Yeah, no. Just... With the bar scene, or the scene where they the the, 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 the where one of the three actors look less old, much less <laughs> older than they actually are. No. I'll give Joker credit. It had some really nice shots on this. It this did. is one where I think, hey, it deserves to be in this category. But I, I didn't feel anything like that once upon a time in Hollywood. I mean, 1917, of course, because Roger Dinkins is, is did it, and he's great. And there are some really fantastic shots in it. But, man, mm-hmm. come on. Queen and Slim, Waves, and The Last Black Man in San Francisco should be in this, this category. Just, just yeah. We don't watch the movies from people we don't know. It's just, I, I understand, you, it's like you keep asking for us to actually broaden our appeal, even when you send us the copy of the thing, but we're just not. Yeah. If it's not at our Hollywood party, we just don't care. And our Hollywood party from 1973. Yeah. All right, so moving on to original screenplay. We have Knives Out, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. All right, what do you guys think should win? Last black man in San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I like Knives Out. I did. Mm-hmm. Um, Jay still yeah. hadn't seen it, right? No. Okay, so don't spoil it. But yes, I I'm did. Not, I'm not. No. Um, those movies that you named, the you know, Parasite. From what I've heard, is pretty good. Oh man, uh-huh. Javon, yeah. I yeah, gotta Parasite. see it. I know. Yeah, absolutely. I, I know. Yeah, um, based on your I, review on LousMovieFile.com, you, you were saying that was like a decade movie. Absolutely. It's, it's, oh, it'll I, hold I, up. No, I got, I got to see it. No. Um, the marriage story is really standing out here as one that could have been gone and no one would have noticed. It's a fart in the elevator. I mean, look, <laughs> you nominate that. How many times have we seen this movie, right? We've never seen Queen and Slim. We've never seen Last Black Man in San Francisco. And I understand more, you know, the fervor of, 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 of the anger behind 
the the noms. Yeah, well, the noms and lack of noms for these movies is real because who is who has the vote? Like, what are you seriously? These are the movies you thought of the the, the standard Quentin Tarantino Drek, the standard. Mm-hmm. And what makes him such a great movie maker? I'm, I'm trying. I've been trying to figure it out. These last he were like he has. I mean, from uh, Django Unchained to The Hateful Eight. Once upon a time in Hollywood, it's like, hey, dude, you can write a movie for five hours. We'll shrink it down to three hours. Cool? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Dude, the, the hateful eight. I hate this it. Is when, this is when I told people, I said, look, if you can justify Quentin Tarantino's gratuitous use of the N-word in this movie. Especially in that one. It was like, dude. <laughs> It's like, dude, if I ever meet Quentin Tarantino, I'm going to punch him in his gigantic head. I am going to hit him right in the back of his head. Like, somebody has to call him out. Like, dude, you are a hack and a racist. Quiet as cat. You, you, hey, you I, I got like, black uh, friends. I, I got, I'm not a racist. How are you going to call me a racist? I'm a, I got black friends. I got black people in my yeah. office all the time. Yeah, sure you do. And I mean, yeah, you do, Samuel L. Jackson. But you know, uh, how can how has this been able to go on? He got the ultimate pass with Pulp Fiction, dude. The ultimate pass. That was that was his pass into the club, though. That's the thing. It's like after mm. that movie, he's just like he does not have to care. Mm. But they will they will. It's like I mean, like Martin Scorsese. Well, it's like you just make a movie, we'll make it an Oscar movie, no matter what. Well, if it's deserving or not. Well, at least with Scorsese, he does have legit movies like classics: Taxi Driver, uh, uh, Raging Bull, uh, damn, um, Goodfellas, Casino. Yeah, but those, the, the are 30, those are movies are thirty years old or more. Not the Departed. Yeah, well, the, not the Departed, but at least these movies are classics, right? Mm-hmm. Outside of Pulp Fiction, what Tarantino movies really hold up? Would you watch Jackie Brown if it was on right now? I just watched Jackie Brown because I, I bought it for five dollars. You know, it was like ah, you know, you know, Pam Greer. I want to support her. And I watched it, and then the first time I was like, "Yo, this movie's long." And so then, like a couple years later, I watched it again. Like, all right, let me see if this is gonna be any different. I was like, eh, I mean, it's okay. I mean, it's in my collection. I don't feel like that motivated to try to sell it, but. It's not great, but Kill Bill, oh, yeah. I would have Kill Bill Volume One. I would absolutely watch many times over. Yeah, Glorious Bastards, I, I think, is tremendous. Um, and Pulp Fiction, but that's about it for him with me. The I rest thought of his Glorious movies, was just okay. I thought it was just okay. I, thought I can understand right. that. I could understand that, but um, those three are the ones that I could watch. The rest of them are just like, gosh, this dude loves hearing himself talk right. And it's mm. just nobody. Everybody mm. thinks he's so great. I'm like, eh. I mean, I, anybody with three hours to just have people have random conversations. I don't know. It's just they don't connect with me at all. Yeah. So that's that's that with him. All right. So let's see here. Um, adapted screenplay: The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, The Two Popes. You guys tell me which ones you would vote for, and I'll tell you which one I think should win so they can feel good about themselves. Um, 
I don't think we should do any more Little Women. Have you Little seen women? this one? Nah, nah, I just don't think we should keep doing it. In fairness, they, I've seen this this movie several times, but uh-huh. this one by Greta Gerwig was really well done. Like this one, to me, backs up your point. I don't think they need to make another one because I don't see how they could tell the story better and right, right. tell it any differently. And she came up with a unique way of telling the story, so it didn't just feel like the same old, same old. It had okay. kind of a modern storytelling flair. They didn't do anything mm. like put them in jeans, but it was like, okay, <laughs> I'm rocking with you. And I think she did a great job. And for that reason, I think this, that's the movie that should win. You know, I'm, Jeff, I'm staring away from Joker on this one, though. You know, I, don't, Jeff, I don't know what it's adapted from. Of what these movies, the, the, these... Movies that are remade every 20 years or so. No one, and I, I think, I, I know I've said this on a, another another cast before, but somebody has to do 12 Angry Men. Somebody has that to modernize be. 12 Angry Men. That would be a fantastic movie to do. You know, Steven day. Soderbergh seems like somebody who could do a really good job with that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or if we oh, want to yeah. go crazy, we could just have Michael Bay do oh. it. <laughs> can you imagine how many times he would do the circle around the jury? That'd be awesome. Can you the circle around the jury, the token black guy? <laughs> the slow oh, circle no. with a token black guy slowly rising up from his seat. No. <laughs> Come on. Well, he's gotta have the, the corn fed damsel, so who would that oh, be? Oh man. Uh, and how I would don't you know, apply it depends her on when movie. he makes it. Because it has to be like, and for some reason she has to be a jury juror with a very low cut blouse. Yes. Yeah. She has to have a scene where she's flinging her hair back. Right. You know, probably. You know, it's going to be really hot, so she's going to need to get some water from the water fountain, and Uh, she's going to use it to. The air conditioner bus bus breaks down for one day only. Yeah. And she just has to. Super sweaty. Yeah. Oh, some of that water spills down her cleavage as she's drinking from the fountain. She's going to casually <laughs> dap her brow and just like, oh dude, I'm, I actually want to see this Michael Bay version. I'm actually more interested in his version than Steven Soderbergh. I would actually go see that because it would be so damn ridiculous. You have to spend your money no, to go we see need, this movie. We need to do this for a show. We need to come up with... Uh, Directors, Ooh. the most inappropriate directors for for. for oh, movies. yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> all right, so we'll we'll do that. Um, all right, so best actor in a supporting role. This is when things get dicey. So we got Tom Hanks, Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. He should win. Um, Anthony Hopkins, Two Popes, Al Pacino, Irishman, Joe Pesci, the Irishman, Brad Pitt, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I don't have a problem with Hanks, Pitt. Pacino, Pesci, Hopkins nominations. However, there's a big however. They're the guys that we've seen up there so often. And if you've seen Waves and don't think that Sterling K. Brown deserves a nomination, something's wrong. Jamie Foxx was great in Just Mercy. And he's just one of those deals where it's like, gosh, you all act like you never see movies without certain people. I mean, do you imagine how lazy these these Academy voters were this time? Yo, let's do every nomination for the Irishman. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Deal? Like a yeah. And Joker. Yeah, that one. Cool. 
Hey, Joker will piss off the comic book fans. Yeah, let's do that one. Yeah. Let's do that one. Um, I got a question. Mm-hmm. Did anybody see Uncut Gems? Apparently, the Academy didn't. They were like, nah, we're good. Uh, we're good. We're good on that. Is it one of, is it any, one of our movies? No. Any okay. any any star in Jack and Jill cannot get nominated for any awards. Because mm. Lakeith Stanfield could have stand, stood to get a uh, nomination, but you know, I mean, I don't know you know, I don't know who I'm Lakeith needs to throw some money at, or just get some pictures with them and Harvey Weinstein. But I feel like he's <laughs> one of those dudes who's never bad in any role. And he just constantly gets slighted. I think he's gonna get it. He he's one of those actors that it's not gonna come until later in his career. Thankfully, he was born in the '90s, so it probably right. be ten years. Yo, maybe maybe we can get him in a good slave movie. Yeah, maybe he'll be a slave, and then they'll throw. <laughs> so you know what? It's a oh, gripping bro. performance. Yes, they'll call it a gripping T- performance. Touching strikes you to the core. All right, uh, so best actress in a supporting role. This one is oh man, oh so much problems here. Kathy Bates, Richard <laughs> Jewell. The, we have to find a way to give Clint Eastwood some award nomination. Laura Dern for Marriage Story, Scarlett Johansson for Jojo Rabbit, Florence Pugh for Little Women, Margot Robbie for Bombshell. So no one in the block apparently saw The Farewell. No one saw Parasite. No one saw Dolomite is my name. And also, no one saw Hustlers. I guess the voters were a little uncomfortable about Jennifer Lopez's role as a stripper because we don't want to glorify sex in Hollywood anymore. I mean, with J-Lo, I'm indifferent because, I mean, like, what are we going to give her an award for, stripping? Did you see Hustlers? You you, You saw it? You didn't think I mean, she was look, good? Like, look, 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 just look, look at her You've been so bad that you're mediocre. That's not good. When you're so bad that you're, you're okay, like I can, I can, I can stomach you. That's not good. It's like, all right, oh, all right. okay. You saw Dolomite's money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, what mm-hmm. about Divine Joy Randolph? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, dig it. But J Lo is like, look. Name her best performances, like her best movies. Bro, that's it. I will I mean, watch we, her. We, we exactly. Hold on. Again, hold on. Hold on. Hold no, on. So, Selena, Selena was good. Selena, out of sight. Out of sight. All right. I mean, she had really good chemistry. That was, that was when it was like, you know what? Maybe she can be a movie star. And she then she started movie. doing other movies. She could just, you know, with look, you're, you're, you're acting opposite of Clooney. It's kind of hard to screw the pooch on that one, I guess. Now, hold um, on. Now. That, that, was, that was when he was young, getting out of, uh, not Coming off of ER. Out of ER mm-hmm. But he, was, he wasn't quite George Clooney yet. He wasn't can't miss George Clooney. Right. I mean, but he was still George Clooney. I mean, that, he made the movie to me. Him and Don Cheadle made that movie. Yeah, let's, let's not let's, let's fight my boy Don Cheadle on now. Yeah, he and Don Cheadle made that movie for me. J-Lo, okay. she was just there. You could have replaced her with anybody. Michael Keaton. This this is true, but I didn't feel like mm-hmm. she was... Um, what's a Coppola? Sophia Coppola in Godfather? She's not Sophia Coppola, but look, an Academy Award, that's kind of stretching it right for this performance because it, it was okay. It was an okay movie. All right, I didn't man. think it was the best thing smoking. It was all right. 
Sorry. And I liked her in Monster in Law. You know, she kind of got down that uh, romantic comedy round. Yeah, yeah she, she did, did that just fine. She was solid in that. Although it's always kind of that. Really, you've got problems getting a date. <laughs> hey, you. No one. I mean, that was always right. a price. Like no one bought her, and it's like you're. They can't even like do the, the ugly duckling right for you. Nah. Your face mm-hmm. is literally just. Just I mean, like like the there was a girl on Days of Our Lives like years ago. <laughs> you put glasses on, and we were just uh, like every man is like. You, do you really think these glasses are not making me think she is ridiculous? So the glasses make her ugly. Yeah, they were they were doing the Clark right. Kent thing, like, oh wow! I would have never guessed it. Yeah, it was it was it was all eyes, Javon. All eyes. It's like, come on. Well, with J Lo's performance, like I said, it was good, right? But it's come on now, Oscar worthy. Where you're not surprised? Where you're surprised? Like, whoa, like. Monique and Precious. Okay, that I'll was, give you that. that was, what are, what that about Kathy Bates over. and Richard Jewell? And Richard Jewell? Yeah, yeah. Kathy Bates playing Kathy Bates and Richard Jewell. <laughs> He's Kathy Bates starring. But you know what's funny about that, though? We talked about that before. Some actors can get away with playing themselves and everything. They're just a different version of themselves and everything, right? Ryan Reynolds. Denzel Washington. Some I, would ar- can- I would argue that he plays... Higher alterations, higher variations of Denzel Washington. His variations of that's what like his variations of Denzel Washington are great, right? But it's but that's the thing about it. He's made a career of it, and nobody's complaining. Because Denzel is that good at being Denzel. Yeah, yeah. he can put his thing on it and make it his own. You know, Um, another one, Mary J. Blige and Mudbound. You weren't, I wasn't expecting that. All right, so so Jace, have you seen any of these movies? No, I mean wow. like anything. Honestly, after like you know, what was it 2012? Anything that says Clint Eastwood, I just say no. Nah, I'm good. Right. Um, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm, I'm with you. I did not watch Richard Jewell. I was dude, like, nah, dude, I'm good. Dude, when he when I saw the commercial of him saying, I wanted to make this movie for a long time. Yeah, my like, gosh. You gotta sell this movie. Yeah, I, if you got to come on during the 30 second commercial for this right. movie and, and and like hype your own, uh uh-uh. uh, no, right. I'm out. Yeah. Like, I'm out. And I just wish they would put him in a cloak so he can really get that whole crypt keeper look. Yeah. Gosh, death incarnate. Hey, <laughs> would you like to see a movie about Richard Jewell? No. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Exactly. <laughs> it wasn't. It was like just like the, when they tried to show you all these great actors in this movie. It's just like, yeah, like nope, don't nope, care, nope, nope. Hey, oh, there's a black person. <laughs> nope, nope. Sorry, that was just some bad lighting. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, nah, dude. I'm so good. All right, let's move on to the best actor in the leading role. All right, Antonio Banderas, yeah. Pain and Glory, Leonardo DiCaprio, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Adam Driver, Marriage Story, Joaquin Phoenix, Joker, Jonathan Price, The Two Popes. Yo, these voters love the two popes. Oh, I know Anthony Hopkins. Dude, come on. on. I mean, you know it's bad when movies are on Netflix where you don't have to go anywhere and people still don't watch them? Like, did did you ever see the two popes trending on Twitter? No. No. Did you ever see the two popes trending on Netflix? Right. You may like this because you watched a movie on Netflix. Nope. 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 Okay, great. I feel like DiCaprio is sneaky, really good. Yeah, but... And I would... 
I would like to have seen him win, but I feel like it's going to be between Javon's boy, Driver, and Joaquin. What was, there was a movie. Has DiCaprio won? Has DiCaprio won yet? Uh, yes. Yeah, he's won. Revenant. For, uh, oh, okay. Revenant. Now, that was another case where it's like, dude, how are you going to nominate him for this? I mean, how's he going to win for this one? He's been in a million films where he was better, but yeah. whatever. Yeah. Gosh, man, like this movie? It took for him to get eaten by a bear. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you get mauled and don't speak. That's your best acting performance. Like, come on. Dude, Wolf of Wall Street, catch me if yeah, you can. Yeah, dude. I mean, Wolf the of Wall Street. The, the, the yes. Come on, man. Yes. I mean, any of y'all missed the mark? Any of those. That's why when people go as racist as Denzel, they went, I'm like, look, Al Pacino, DiCaprio, they're, they're just twisted with their logic. But where is my boy Eddie Murphy in this one? Eddie Murphy is going to get, it's coming. I feel it. Eddie's no, coming well, back his well, head. He's going to get that dramatic role. It's coming. It's coming. Okay. Has anybody, did anyone see that uh, movie with uh, Adam Sandler? He didn't um, get nominated. Uncut, Uncut Gems. Gems. He didn't get nominated. I mean, it's he like, didn't get nominated. The, 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 there is a trend that anybody from uh, SNL has not gotten nominated. I, I mean, I, I'm like, wait, I thought uh, Eddie was nominated for uh, Golden uh, Dream Girls. Blame Norbit. He was. Hashtag blame Norbit. You know what? I was just getting ready to say that, Jeff. When you follow up these roles with Norbit or Meet Dave or A Thousand Words or any of the editors that came out in the last 16 years, that negates you. And I I get it. Adam Sandler has one two decades. I will 100% say that Eddie Redmayne should not have been anywhere near an Oscar after Jupiter Ascending. Of course not. That of course not. But awful. it wasn't. It wasn't Grown Ups too. Or it wasn't. Hey, hey, whoa! Uh, whoa you take that back. Hey, <laughs> I will not. I will not. Grown Ups um, two is fine cinema, sir. Again, that was Zookeeper. Zookeeper. Wait a second. Wait, 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 wait a second. Is Salma Hayek in Zookeeper? No, I don't think oh, so. Okay. Oh, okay. I think she's in. Here comes the boom. Hey, hey, hey. I like here comes booms. Hey. <laughs> I'm starting to hey. see a trend here, Jeffrey. All right, are you? Weird. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, stay no, on the face. I think these people are going to ignore their bodies of work. They're going to ignore their great performances due to their right. body of work. And that's blinding them to that. I, and yeah. it's unfortunate, but they're going to suffer from it. Yeah, but I always think it's like, that's the, I mean, like, if you want to change, I mean, I, I guess maybe some of it's like, they don't want to actually nominate these people because then they would become Academy Award voters. So they're just like, no, we can't put them in there either. So I, I'm convinced they're just too lazy to actually watch these movies. Or they're, or they're protecting the throne. I think it's more they're protecting the throne, too. Well, I mean, because I feel like if you watch the movies, you'd be like, all right, I don't really like him normally, but I, I should give him a nod on this one. I don't, and, and I think, but I guess the thing is, I think, I think we we said this like probably in one of our earlier episodes. I I really do think they need to age out the academy like probably twenty five. I mean we made it to a hundred. I'm you know, but okay. it it really is like they need to age out some of these voters because it's just like hey man, we can't we cannot make this a profitable academy award show where viewers are coming in to watch us you know be awesome and give us free stuff if. The only people voting is you guys. 
It's like once you hit 80, you're you're a voter, you know, emeritus. But you do not actually. I have feel it's more of a thing of if you're actually going to consider other movies outside of the movies you think are cinema. Like the whole Scorsese thing just annoyed me because it's like you don't get to decide, and you will decide because you're a voter, and that's not fair because you're not giving other movies a shot because you dismiss them as being carnival rides without giving a shot and watching the movie. It's like, dude, you can't. And like you said, Javon, you can't protect the throne and guard the gate and be like, no, we're not letting you in. You can't play in our sandbox of cinema. Just like, it's like I mean, like, as, as I always say, like, they will always throw the Indiana Jones, Star Wars, Star Trek, uh, Avengers, and all of those movies up in there, you know, what made Hollywood great every year in the award show. But those award those sh- <laughs> pictures never get anything. It's yeah. like I was like, hey, this is what great. It's like this is the highlight reel of cinema. Hey, did remember that Academy Award nomination that Harrison Ford got for Indiana Jones? You're gonna have um, to let me know what, what this year's what? Uh, vi- highlight reel looks like. <laughs> John, <laughs> you are gonna have to actually write an article on this. I'm writing Jack on this. I can write that <laughs> article right now. Joaquin Phoenix wins Oscar. I mean, dude, I don't have to watch this show. It's like so ridiculous. I don't. I could write it as a spoiler because it's it's just how the way it's gonna work out. But the funny thing is, like, even if somebody gets quote unquote upset, it's like y'all are all in the same club, so it's not right. Upset. It's not gonna be upset. Oh, Brad Pitt won instead of Pacino. Oh gosh, Kathy, Kathy Bates won instead of all these other people. And, wow! Yeah. Oh, right. Fine. Somebody wants. Now we're gonna make somebody go watch Retro Jewel. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not watching that movie. Yeah. All right. Like, yeah, seriously, I'd be like Oscar Oscar voters. All right. So Kathy Bates is in there. What was your best scene without watching it right now? What was your favorite scene of Kathy Bates in Richard Jewel? What? Dude, I, I don't. I bet it. you didn't. I'm like, no, no, you know. Please tell me that riveting role that you just remember that memorable line from Kathy Bates and Richard Jewel. Yeah. Hard pass uh, on that one. Hard pass. I, I, I got other things to do, I'm not, and I'm rich, so screw you. All right, moving on because I this was another issue. Best actress in a leading role: Scarlett Johansson, Marriage Story. I'm gonna butcher your name, but let's give it a shot this time. Sears Ronan, Little Women. Charlize Theron, Bombshell. Renee Zellweger, Judy. Cynthia Erivo, Harriet. So. No one, repeat, saw the farewell. No one apparently wanted to open up their screener and watch us. To not nominate Lupita is madness. Just straight up foolishness of the most ridiculous and absurd kind. Because she plays two characters so drastically different where it's like, oh my goodness. It's just like, you guys didn't watch it, did you? No, we didn't watch it get out either. So what are you going to do? Screw us? I mean, sue us? Yeah, whatever. I don't know. I think both of them work, actually. <laughs> Screw us or sue us. <laughs> we're just like, we we laugh at it because we're just like, God really didn't watch these movies, did you? Nah. It's like, everybody else said, par- I mean, like, Aquafina. Just, just, yes. Great. I'm going to you assume guys- y'all haven't watched The Farewell. Is that correct? I haven't seen it. What about Aquafina, Jason? 
I did I'm not watch the movie. I'm 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 because it, it, looking at the review, it is not. It's like kind of one of those movies. You gotta basically figure out what kind of mood you're in, and it cannot be a. Hey, I'm nah, done. Nah, 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 nah. It's not a. I need to watch the action movie. Let me put it in the farewell. Yeah. It's a. It's not a typical. Hey, look at ourselves, Oscar movie. You have to do some reading because it's subtitled. But it's like every other Oscar movie, like a Little Miss Sunshine, where it's hey, we're celebrating the family unit. That's what the movie is. It's just a different setting, and for whatever reason, whatever wacky wild reason that they look different we're not going to vote for them I, th- I think that's the sad thing is like with that omission it's like you guys really did I mean it, it, it's like you didn't want to do that did you no Dude. just like I don't have time to read they guarding the throne it's like we looked at your body of work to decide if you're worthy to come it's in and not enough they, to have a body of work yet but again that's exactly why they're not going to actually vote for you because you don't have this but, body of work before you get see, to get voted thing. that's to me is bull because if a performance is great i don't care if you got you can have nine bad movies under your belt but knock it out on knock it out of the park on number 10 mm-hmm. you should be nominated i don't care about that if you knock it out of the park and your performance is worthy of winning or being nominated for an award, you should be nominated whether you got one or 1,000 movies under your belt. That, to me, is bull. Yeah. But I'm turned off with Aquafina ever since she she got on the scene playing what? A characterized version of a black girl. So I'm, I'm, I'm done with her. I guess I'll never give her a pass because of that. People like that, I just don't give a pass to. I'm, I'm disinterested in her. Well, so are the Oscar voters, so... <laughs> But, <laughs> hey, thankfully, there is no Oscar so white controversy. We did nominate a black woman for you guys. Hello. She's playing Harriet, a big civil rights leader. Oops, right. Um, Slave freer with superpowers. Ha ha. What'd you think? See, huh? Anybody gonna we're, not us, tr- uh... we're not trending so white now. What? What? Huh. It's during the, you know. We nominated one of your little movies in the roles that we're comfortable seeing you play. So, what are you mad at? It's Civil War. So, what's everyone mad at? That's all you guys are actually done. That's the only useful thing you guys have ever done in history, right? Whatever. Gosh. Like, we threw you a bone. Get over it. You just got to be honest, man. I I didn't really like Harriet that much. But, you know, and, and Scarlett Johansson, she's fine, but gosh, man. Her marriage story performance just isn't good enough to knock out Lupita. Does she really deserve to be nominated for both of these movies? No, dude. I mean, just choose one. Because it's like, it's not like she's holding back the slot from somebody. But, jeez. Just choose one. She's not the two. Yeah, dude. Meryl Streep was in a movie this year. She is not. Yeah. Hey, look. Jeff, you're going to have to edit this out, okay? It shouldn't. It should not, because Harley Quinn was the only thing keeping you in your seat during Suicide Squad. It wasn't Will Smith. It wasn't this, anybody that's else. That's true, because it would not have been polite to stand up. <laughs> or walk out. It would not have I mean, I mean, Harley Quinn was the... And it wasn't just because, oh, it's Harley Quinn, you know, she's hot. It's because Harley oh, I'm Quinn sorry. Wait, took wait, over it wasn't, the screen. 
It wasn't? Oh, yeah, okay. Partially. But right. Harley Quinn took over the screen time, in my opinion. She did. She there was, was, there was three there was three characters in that movie. Yeah. Pretty much. That's pretty much. Viola, Will, Will and her. And her. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody else you could have replaced with inflatables. You could have replaced <laughs> You could have had wavy men doing them. <laughs> you could have had a mannequin. You could have had mannequins doing these movies. Wouldn't have mattered. Oh, okay, fire guy. All right, whatever. Don't care. Now we turn to directing. Scorsese for The Irishman. Todd Phillips, Hangover Director, for The Joker. Sam Mendes for 1917. Tarantino, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, and the Parasites Director, let's say his name is pronounced as Bong Joon-ho. Let's immediately take out the guy who um, they can't pronounce his name. No, nope. apparently. They, no, remember, uh, what's his name? Last year's yeah, winner. Yeah, yeah. I was talking exactly about Tarantino. I, I was talking about Tarantino. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, uh, got it. Got it. <laughs> One Tarantino scratch. So, is there any chance that Scorsese doesn't get this? Hey, thanks for being part of the club and standing up to those pesky, nasty guys at Marvel. The ones who keep, um, it, keep the lights on. Yeah. yeah, the ones that keep the lights on on the whole industry, so you can make, so you can go and crowdsource your stupid movie with your geriatric <laughs> boy club. Yeah, hey, no one cared it's about. Because of, it's because of movies like that that they stop the cinema from having three-hour movies where half of them are trying to figure out if I need an intermission or should just walk out and call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my three-hour nap. Thankfully, I didn't have to buy a ticket to watch it. I'm only paying twelve ninety-nine a month for that nap. Um, um, you know look the the old god's gonna do the old god thing and either scorsese or it would throw me for a loop if um uh what's my man was it mendez yeah yeah it would throw me for a loop if he or uh todd gets the, the 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 award um i think i i like joker man I like it. Hey, that's cool, man. Nobody's nobody's saying anything here. You can well, like whatever you like. Yeah, you know, I, I like Joker. I just think, I know, I just think that to throw for a loop, the but that's not going to happen. You could not. You could do. I I wouldn't be pissed off if the Joker won. If if Tom won for best director, I wouldn't be pissed off. I mean, I gotta see Parasite. Because I say that now, and if I see Parasite, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is one of the best movies I've seen in a long time, then I'll be like, what the hell are you people thinking? But <laughs> if it came down to it, you know, I don't think Scorsese or Tarantino deserve to win for either of these movies because this ain't their best work. But here, here's, I guess, Especially when there's better movies out there. But here's, I guess, the problem to me is, like, the fact that, like, Parasite... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm about to jump. Sorry. But I think because... I think they're going to keep this one close to the club. I mean, like, they, Todd Phillips is just like, nah, if we let him in the club, he he might make, you know, hangover part three. I mean, part four. So, yeah, we'll just, we'll we'll, we'll keep it to Scorsese or uh, Mendez is probably the, the real long shot to make it in, but. I think it's going to be the one that they go with because they're not going to give 1970 best picture. So this is the, hey, take this. You're all good. Yeah, you can put this on the box cover and call it a day. Yep. All right. 
Now it's that magical time. Best picture. Ford versus Ferrari. The Irishman. Jojo Rabbit. Joker. Little Women. Siobhan's favorite marriage story. 1917. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And Parasite. Did they watch like 10 movies? That's nine nominees. Did, did they watch 11 movies and call it an Oscar? Um, I kind of feel like they did. I really feel like they did. Ford vs. Ferrari is like the only one that doesn't have nominations in any of the directing, any of the screenwriting. Right? It has like a film edit uh, nomination, but that's it. It's like, where'd y'all pull, pull this one out of? I think they feel like they kissed, uh, they've kissed Christian Bale and, ben, and Matt Damon's asses enough where they could exclude them. <laughs> can they? <laughs> is that even possible? Yeah. So we have that. <laughs> and um, what do you guys think? What's your, what you rocking with here? I, I guess Queen I'm saying it's going to be Joker. I don't want it to be, but I'm thinking they're going to throw a Joker that one. Uh, 17. I think it's going to be 1917. The sweeping, uh, historic, yeah, war movie. Yeah. They do the love that, though, don't they? Yeah. They love that. They sop that up with a biscuit. And, and that's not like, and that was not, they love it, but it's not the complete pandering one. Like Pearl Harbor is just like way too spot on. You gotta gotta throw a little loop. Just so 1917. We've never talked about this war. See, we talk about that other war all the time, but this is the new one. Talk about everything else all the time, not this. I mean, this is World War One, not World War Two. Come on, give us, you gotta give us this one. Okay. We mixed it up a bit just for you guys. So that that's the nominees. Um. I put together my top 10 list of films, and it surprisingly had a lot more color, which was weird and wacky, but apparently I watched more movies than the Academy voters. I know. Yeah, so... You actually opened up the screeners they gave you. (laughs) And I actually went to the theaters and saw some of them, too. Weird, which you can do when you go. Um, So, fellas, I asked you guys to come up with your, your versions of your Oscars. So I guess in this case, the Jason Javons. What do you got for me? Trying to run start? Can. Um, oh, hold on now, Jace. You, you, you're being funny because, you know, Javon is going to to uh, have some craziness. And you're going to bring the voice of reason. If the <laughs> <economy>. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> I'm try to pass the buck. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, you know. Why don't you go first? That was just a token rhetorical. Hey. Yeah, no. Yeah, go for it. Fine. All right. Yeah. Actually, the funny thing is, I don't think there's any of those movies that are in there. The other ones. So, I'm going Best Picture, Avengers, Toy Story, Captain Marvel, uh, Us, and uh, Fast and Furious Hobbs and Shaw. Oh. Okay. Now, 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 now that really is like okay. You you, you jump. You you need to be cut off. Your mic needs to be cut off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just like those, like that, like those four would probably be my actual movies that I could say. Yeah, these are great movies you should watch. And I'm um, sorry. And um, this is Dolomite because right. I don't think you can watch. I don't think you can watch that movie and not like it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think that that's my that's my five list of actual true contenders for best picture. All right, you got anything else? Oh 
I mean, if you don't, that's just fine. I, was just I mean, yeah, you, you can give me categories. I can do. I can do a little better. But wait, all right, no. what's your best actor? Oh gosh, uh, got Robert Downey Jr., uh, Sam Samuel Jackson for Captain Marvel. Uh, uh, James McAvoy for It Chapter Two. Uh, what's my man's name from? Who is the lead the lead actor in us? I would put him in there. Winston Duke. Yes. Uh, Eddie Murphy for This Is Dolomite. Dolomite is my name. Dolomite is my name. Yeah. Um. Let's see. And, and yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop there because I'm sure there are some good performances, but yeah, I, I'd stop there. All right, Jay King. Are you ready? Start with the. I'm I'm ready. I'm gonna start not with my best picture, but with uh, another category that I created called most disappointing movie. Um, had, these are movies that had a lot of promise in my eyes, but they really missed the mark. Um, one, Gemini Man. Two, King Kong. Um, whatever that was called, worse than the worse than the last one. I'll call it that. King <laughs> Kong, worse than the last one. <laughs> um, God, I'm trying to think of the the. the there's a Ben Affleck movie on uh, Netflix. Triple Frontier. Was that the one where they robbed the Colombian uh, drug lord? Yeah, I, yeah. I thought that it was it was okay, but I thought it was gonna be much better. They up. Uh, it was too dramatic. It was way too dramatic. It's like, dude. You guys aren't going to win an award for this one, probably. Just, just, just up the ante on, on, on the action. Not over the top and crazy, but you don't have to get too uh, uh, dramatic on this one. This is a straightforward story. Give us, give us the highs and lows, but give it to us in flashes, quick and dirty. We don't got to go too far back in anybody's story. We know what you guys are up to. Dirty! Um... Uh, I want to say Apollo 11. So I watched that and I was like, what the hell? In It Chapter 2, I was not, I wasn't bowled over. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's my next. Okay. Hmm? Did you have Just, like some best stuff? I did. Um, I thought we were going back and forth. Jace, I go. Oh, I go. Jace, what you got? What's, what's my, uh, what's the category? Actress. Oh. Uh. Actress. I mentioned yeah, Brie Larson for Captain Marvel. Uh. Lupita. Uh. Who else I got? Uh. Yeah. Um. I'm. See. Um. I used to like the, uh, the lead actress from Hustlers. I thought that she was good. Because I would, I mean, like, looking at her, I was like, yeah, there's no way I would think this girl could be somebody who would get a lot of money from guys, but then by the end of the movie, I'm like, I could see it. So she did a good job on that. Um, yeah, I think that's that's about it for me. Put a lot of you put more work in your list than the Oscar yeah, voters. I, I honestly, you know, the funny thing is like 
I'm going to joke about this. I, we, I had a piece of paper that literally had all these categories, and I could not find it. <laughs> so, but that's why I'm like, we talked about this like weeks ago, and now I cannot find this paper. That's why I'm like, uh, like the fact that I'm pulling like five movies, I'm like, uh, I still literally feel like I am better than them, but it's like, uh, I know there's better than this. It's like, all right. So while Javon goes through his next part, come up with your best supporting actor and actors. All right, Javon, you ready? Yep. Actress, uh, I'm going to do best actresses. I'm going to do uh, Mamie Sane from Atlantics. That movie, if you haven't seen it, please go see it. Uh, Lupita Nyong'o in uh, Us, because not for nothing, Lupita went from being mom that's going to fight for her family to very terrifying mute woman who talks like come on man you that that's that that's nothing short of okay wow you you really turned it on right there um if you haven't seen little woods uh tessa thompson who was in another dog turd of a movie the men in black uh i don't know which men in black this was by now international yeah international probably what number four um this movie little woods was about It's, it's dealing with a lot. Um, you got drugs. You got a family that's falling apart. You got a mixed family, and just so much going on with this. And she really puts, she really puts herself into that role uh, of uh, a mixed girl trying to figure out her life, like who she is, and this and all that. You, you got to see it. Uh, Joe, what's her name? Jodie Turner from Slim and Queen. If you ever seen Slim and Queen, Queen and Slim rather. Do yourself a favor. Go see the movie. You deserve to see that movie, and uh, it deserves to have your your eyes on it. And um, I think that's it. All right. You want to go with your actors while Jason keeps working on his list? Um, I can go with another category of mine, best movies okay. that people actually saw. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have, of course, Avengers Endgame. Toy Story 4, John Wick, and uh, the, the, I, I tried to keep this to just four, but it's hard. Captain Marvel's going to be in there, and uh, Hustlers is going to be in there, and Joker's going to be in there. Everybody saw Joker, so that's like, what, five? That's five films for the category. Um, uh, no, you know what? Scratch, Joker, and let's put us in there. Because Joker's getting it. Joker's getting his ass kissed enough. Let's put us in there. Cause us isn't getting half of it. Yeah, let's get us Not in enough there. credit. Let's get us yeah, in let's there. Let's get us let's, in there. Let's get us in there. In more, more ways than one. So exactly. Us. Uh, Chase, are you ready, sir? That that lead me to believe that he is frantically searching through papers, or also. Feverishly <laughs> writing down his list. Which one do you want to go with, Javon? Um, give me one. All right, let's see here. What was the most over? All right, oh, most overrated movies. Ooh, The Irishman, The Joker, uh, The Irishman, The Joker. Uh, what I saw, uh, Hustlers. Um, Irishman, Joker, Hustlers. I hate to say it, Endgame, it was a little overrated. And Star Wars. Endgame got a little schmaltzy at the end. But, you know, you expected it. You expected it. Star Wars was just, 
Okay, here's an insult to all of you who've been following this this franchise and story for the last forty some years. Well, screw yourself. This is what we're gonna do with your your, your beloved. Yeah, yeah. This is what we're gonna do with your beloved uh, film franchise. We're gonna totally make a mockery of it. In three ah. films, we're gonna make a complete mockery <laughs> of it all. So there you hey, go. Hey, what three films are you talking about, Javon? Uh, you know, I want to start with the the films that they made in um, the last half of this decade. Which one was that? So, um, and tell me if I'm wrong. Okay. I think there was one called uh, The Last Jedi. Never heard of it. Uh, I think there was one called, the, the most recent one was Rise of Skywalker, right? Something like that. Not ringing a bell. And there was uh, like Star Wars 2 Electric Boogaloo. I think that was the one that came out in 15 or something like that. You know, that probably would have been better than the one that was released in 2015. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, but I've successfully managed to purge those from my memory, and they're... Job. Yeah, man. They never happen. Nope, nope, nope. And no. Let's just wait 10 years from now when they completely wipe the slate clean. Or at least five, I say five to 10 years from now, they wipe the slate clean and give us something new. No, I really think what they're going to have to do is focus on new characters and just completely stay away from it, which maybe they should have done in the first place. But, you know, what do I know? Just a fan of the franchise since birth. Well, whatever. they made completely sure that the Skywalker part of this franchise, the original basis of this franchise, is dead. They made sure that. They drove a nail into that coffin. At least we have, maybe, we'll have to, to look forward to whoever takes on the, the, the daunting task of resurrecting the Star Wars franchise will venture away from telling Skywalker stories and focus on anything else other than centering the film around the Skywalker family. Because, I mean, these th- these three films effectively killed that. So, we'll see. Yeah. I, we can only hope. We can only hope. And right. we've seen that it can be done with Rogue One. Rogue One, honestly, Rogue One became a lot of people's second favorite Star Wars movie. You know, it's funny because I feel like a lot of people who weren't around, like when the first films came out, had that attitude. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, it's got the updated sci-fi. I mean, it's got the updated uh, special effects. That, that's, that's true. I could see like younger cats being like, "Oh, this is so old-fashioned." Well, I mean, I never watched these movies. Oh. I mean, it was it was tech now. It's like, look. You young fart! In twenty years, Avengers is gonna look like uh, it was shot on a. It was gonna look like somebody filmed this movie at at, at King's Dominion, right? On their iPad eleven. On their iPad. On their iPad three. You know, it's like look. Eventually, everything gets old, dude. It's just what happens. But moreover, the storytelling is the the stories, the movie Wait, itself. You said everything is old. You including Simon Hyde? No, dude. No, I can't. It's three three and let me tell you something. Uh oh. This is where you're gonna have to mute this one. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna you might have to. Selma <laughs> Hayek nothing's changed. It's like fine no, wine, baby. Fine no, wine. That's gotten better. <laughs> it's gotten better, dude. Fine mm. wine. Mm. Fine all wine. Right. You're all right. I'm gonna have to edit that out. All right. So you got yeah. you gotta so, it up. Jace, are you ready to wrap this thing up here? With your all best right. Supporting actor and actresses. No, I'm gonna I'm I, I'm gonna change it up. Oh, okay. I really it. couldn't. I mean, I there there were a lot of good movies. I didn't like 
is some of the Oscar movies I just have, I want to see, but I just I have not had the just time to see them. So I'm actually going to go with the movies I wanted to see, but I knew that they were going to. I mean, just they ended up being trash. Or I'm or, or just going with the movies they just were trash. Okay. So they just were trash movies. Just were trash ones. So I'm gonna go with Terminator, Dark Fate. Mm. Uh, X Men, Dark Things. Mm. Uh, gonna go with. Uh, you know, I bought this. I bought Alita, and I really mm. wanted to like it. Oh uh, no! No no go. I I mean, it was like the ending of it was just like y'all are expecting a sequel. And you're playing for it. Ain't gonna happen. And it was just like, you know, it's funny because I feel like the Matrix really left it open that they could make more movies, but if they did not, that was a perfectly fine. You ending. were fine with that. Yeah, but yeah, some you movies, spec, yeah, you could just make uh, some fan fiction on that. Yeah, like, but some movies really get real. Like, yo, this story's not complete because we got more movies here. Uh, not so yeah, fast. Nah. Yeah, not happen. Sorry, we spent uh, three hundred million dollars to make this movie, and it, it made eighty-five million. That's not, <laughs> not going to cut it. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, okay, the CGI. I mean, it's like, oh, that was cool, but it's like, y'all have a lot of backstory to get through, and then we're going to get to the backstory in the next movie. Mm, I don't think so. Actually, Jake, I said this: if they want to do a leader. Let Netflix purchase the rights and make it into a series. Do it on Netflix. Yeah. I could do an animated or series of a leader. Or did like, I think or that did. would work. But I mean, I was like, I, I put that on like the 4K, just like I want to see this thing just pop. And pop. it was like it did, but I did need a story behind it. And I was kind of hoping for a story, guys. I mean, yeah. It's like, and also to add on to that disappointing list. Um, you know, Rise of Skywalker. I mean, I, I, I was one early on this podcast, you know, a couple months ago. I'm like, hey, I, I, I'm a little optimistic about this. It, it might not suck. Yeah, I remember you, you. You were that big dummy that said that. Yeah, I was that dummy. Yeah, and, you were. And, 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 and it was that sort of one. Yeah, and 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 Gemini, man, y'all. I really wanted to. I mean, just seeing the previews for that, I really wanted to see that. But then, just like hearing all all my respective colleagues on this podcast just say, "Stay away! Don't even watch it on Netflix." Or Not for you. Just just stay away, because I've I've learned when when you guys tell me that to actually do it, and I'm gonna have to listen right. to that one. So, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. All but, right, that was a good but, list. That's my list. All right, well, fellas, let, let's wind this bad boy down here. You guys got any nominees for Dummies of the Week? Yeah, Chase. I do. All right, what you got? Okay. So I was listening to my Dummy of the Week is any parent who takes videos of their kids cursing and has them in the background laughing like it's cute. Hey. I, just, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be just being very blunt. That means you are the most low intelligence. And you probably use that kind of language around your kids like you don't think they have any future at all. 
and you just don't care what they say, you know, and what your what your peers are ever going to think about them. Or I'm sorry, not your peers, actually your superiors, because everyone is superior than your low intelligent ass. Yes, and I can curse because it's actually infrequent and there's no kids listening. Uh, and when your kids have to try and find a job, they're going to find that, some employer is going to find that clip and be like, yeah, I'm not touching that kid with a 10-foot pole. So those are my dummies of the week. So my choice is Stephen King for being the voice of the Oscar voters. What did he say? Okay. Stephen King said he would never consider diversity in matters of art, only quality. It seems to me that to do otherwise would be wrong. Okay. See, the thing is, it's really easy to be on that side of the argument, the discussion. Well, we shouldn't just put people on as like a token nominee when, you know, everybody looks like you except for the lady playing slate. And I kind of feel like to say that kind of misses a point. Like This was not a year where it was, oh, well, what are we going to nominate? Tyler Perry and Tyler Perry's trash movie? There are lots of movies that weren't the same old, same old. There were different ones. Javon mentioned them, Last Black Man in San Francisco, Waves, Clean and Slim. Any of those movies could have easily had nominees from them. And to go, well, yeah, they're just, you know, I'm not going to vote for thinking about inclusion, I'm going to think about my buddies like Brad Pitt, Leonardo DiCaprio, people I want to work with in movies. I mean, that's wrong. That's my take on it. And that's why I said Dummy of the Week. But he did write a statement to clarify some of his thoughts. So, yeah. Like, if you listen to it, just listen, like, is the, my work will always be considered work? That's where, that's where it just hits me, tone deaf, is like, yours will always be considered, like, even if you make the Black Mirror, or whatever that mirror one, the, no, I'm sorry, the, uh, the, the Dark Tower, you, yeah. your, yours will still be considered art. A lot of folks, yeah, a lot of folks don't even get in that conversation. Like, you guys name some movies, it's like, I mean, I, I, I know when I posted the Queen and Slim review, there were so many people that were coming, like, that movie was great, and it was just like, they were just like, man, I, I'm just hoping people see it. And it's like, that's just a sad thing. It's like this is a good movie that could get some good recognition, and people, more people would see it if you gave it the Oscar nod. As much as we say, "Oh, my Oscars don't mean anything," that's like that's not the case. It's like otherwise, it goes to you know an NAACP award, and yes, that audience will see it, but not a broader audience that would appreciate the movie as art. It's like, oh yes, I now see this movie not as diversity, but I see it as art. So. All right, Javon, how about you? I guess I got to go with Damon Dash. And Dame Dash has been embarrassing himself for the past, I don't know how many years. <laughs> Between his nonstop, like, it doesn't take much for Dame to talk about how Jay-Z did him wrong and did him greasy, how he's this, he's that, and Jay-Z is just a, an awful guy for what he did to him. But it seems a lot like, Dame Dash is salty because the cash cow started making his own money without you. Mm-hmm. But aside from that, 
Dame Dash has been on a year-long tour of suing everybody. <laughs> he feels it owes him money. <laughs> and the latest victim is the We TV Network. What? Who his, yeah, his son <laughs> is on a show called Growing Up Hip Hop. And so Dame Dash had a clause with the network, so he says, that prevented the network from allowing his son to drink on camera. <laughs> and I had to say, I had to think, my first thought when I heard that was, God, your son must be an uncontrollable lush. Like a degenerate drinker. In order <laughs> no, for no, that no. to be a clause. No, let's say this. If you were a protective father of your kid's brain, you would not want to see them doing, let's say the kid is, let's say, let's say the kid's over 21. You, you're like, hey, mm-hmm. I don't want this to hurt his future employment once he has mm-hmm. left hip-hop world and known as Damon Dash's kid. I, I dig that, Jace, but if you were truly a protective parent, you wouldn't let your child star on a weed net, a weed TV network show <laughs> called Growing Up Hip-Hop in the I mean, uh, that, that would have really been a better way to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just jumping out there with that one. You know, my you want to go with the most logical reason. Okay, fine. You know, most logical, you know. But yeah, it's like, Dame, you've sued everyone for as much money as you could. It's not their fault that you're broke and you, you spent your money as fast as you made it. Relax, guy. Have a smile. You know, just relax. Everybody's not out to get you. You're out to get yourself. You made a lot of bad decisions and you told a lot of people where they could go during your time on top. Now you're, <laughs> now you're paying for it. You know, now you're paying for it. Deal with it. Deal with it. No more dancing on yachts and it's like Yeah, there's no more dancing on yachts. You know, R. Kelly is bad a guy as he was and now that he's bad on the R. Kelly bash tour, uh, who deserves it. Uh, it's hard to take you seriously when you were in the video with him holding bottles of crystal doing your little ditty dance or whatever it was. You know, it's hard <laughs> to take you seriously. You're salty because he married the girl you what ended up Dating. It's like now, of course, that's illegal as all hell, but you know, like, you know, yeah. whatever. You know, we're <laughs> clutching the straws here, but no, it's like, look, Dame Dash is on a mission to pull money however he can, and you really, it, it just goes to show you, you know, you can become famous, but you can also become infamous, as Dave Chappelle said, and he ain't famous no more. He's just infamous, you know. Mm-hmm. Just Dame is gonna give you a spaz out. Dame is gonna curse someone out. Dame is gonna sue. Dame is gonna. It's, it's all antics now. Dame's gonna and, dame. Dame's gonna dame. And Jeff, uh, do you have a dummy of the week? Yeah, uh, man, Stephen King. Cause, okay, all right, you did. Uh, mine is two part. There's, there's. Uh, I didn't want to <laughs> take your thunder there. Next is Antonio Brown. Um, <laughs> Antonio Brown. Hey, look it. I knew when he showed up to his presser for the Oakland Raiders, I thought to myself, yeah, this ain't going to last long. He's got a blonde mustache and sideburns. <laughs> yeah, this is not going to last long. Dude, cheese slid way off his cracker onto the floor and is on the bottom of someone's shoe and is being dragged across the linoleum. He lost it, right? When he showed up to training camp in a hot air balloon, I said, okay, <laughs> all right. Now you trolling. <laughs> you know, it's like, all right. I, the antics are antics. That's one thing. But you showed up to hot. 
You showed up to training camp on a hot air balloon. What part of football is this? There's that. Then he froze his feet off. <laughs> Literally froze the bottom of his feet completely off. Let it go. <laughs> Like, and, and you know that's one of those things where they literally like, hey, all right, we need you. Just put on the socks. Man, I ain't putting on no socks. I'm good. <laughs> I ain't putting no socks on. I'm AB. Uh, sir, somebody give me some ice foot. so I can put my feet in them. You're going to freeze your feet off, sir. Hi, I do. Um, you know who I am? You know who I am? All right. All right, let them, whatever. It, it'll take two weeks. Why don't y'all tell me this will freeze my feet? I'm suing somebody. <laughs> it's like, all right, dude. And I can imagine Mike Mayock like, okay, all right, look. It'll take two weeks. His feet will heal. He'll be back on the field. Let's just get through this, all right? All right. Can we get, can we get the, three the, games out of him? Then <laughs> six days later, he comes and says, I ain't playing football unless I can play in my Pop Warner helmet. It's like, okay, enough is enough. This is it. This is it. Look, last straw, we're not playing this game with you. We think. All right, all right, I'll calm down. I'll calm down. All right, all right. Like, I just okay. want to play football. I just want to play football. <laughs> like, no, you don't. Not for us. We're going to FedEx you to, uh, to New England. Because they're desperate for any receiver. They keep taking Josh Gordon to come back. And they play keep football. taking Josh Gordon. <laughs> Josh Gordon was showing up with a blunt in his ear, like, hey, I'm here. <laughs> Report to training camp, sir. Not even that. Hey, Josh, so you know they're doing screeners today, right? Oh. Huh? Oh. I <laughs> say audibly. Oh, man. Audibly, huh? We'll say what? <laughs> so I should probably uh, here. Can you hold this one real fast? No. Nah, anybody got clean piss? Can I use your piss? <laughs> no, wait, a, wait a minute. Hey, is, 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 <laughs> hey, your, girlfriend, is your girlfriend. She, she, she ain't pregnant, right? Can I use hers? Yeah, you can use I'll tell you. So, yeah, <laughs> he, got, he had a grand opening, grand closing tour in New England. And now he's been, well, since what, September 1 or so? Yep. He's been sitting here tweeting and, 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 and trying out for teams that have no intention of signing him. And um, fast forward to now, or at least this past week, weekend, where he's cursing out his baby mother and kids all because she was trying to steal his Bentley, as it was alleged, and and cursing out the cops on top of it all. And I'm a firm believer in CTE. I'm a firm believer in football can breed some pretty bad behaviors, bad attitudes. We've seen it time and time again, man. We've seen too many examples to ignore the fact that there's something fundamentally wrong with some of these guys. And I think it extends beyond football. There's one thing to be getting used as a crash test dummy, you know, on a weekly basis. It's another thing when some of these guys just aren't mentally stable because of a number of factors. One, you know, their backgrounds and upbringing. Two, they've been getting their ass kissed since people realized that this kid had a modicum of talent in this sport. So he's been, he hasn't had to be accountable for any of his behaviors, um, good or bad or what have you. Uh, it, it, it breeds just it, it really breeds bad human beings. And I think that's what we're seeing with Antonio Brown. I'm not I don't know the man personally, so I'm not going to say he's a horrible human being. But from the behavior he displayed in that video, your children are there. Don't curse out the mother and call them all kind of call her all kind of disrespectful things and and, 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 and display yourself as a complete jack and any. Because you can, because you A B, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it do it's you, you, at that point you just become unemployable. It's like you, you're, you're unemployable. I mean, go go back to uh, what's his name, Marshall Lynch's uh, press conference. You don't Dude, need to be taking care of your money. Like I was no, chicken. I understand hey, look, this now. As I try to tell a guy, you know, you know, a guy who's not familiar with that world that Marshawn is in or our world is is, is is people of a certain pigment, he, you know, he's clowning his verbiage, but I'm like, look, you might not understand what he's saying, but you understand what he's saying. He may have a way of saying it colorfully, but he's absolutely right. Mm-hmm. You can't dispute that. Take care of your A. I don't care if you play football. You work for the government or, or or whatever you do. Take care of the chickens. Because at the end of the day, if you ain't got no chickens, you ain't got no eggs. My man. My man. <laughs> All right, fellas. I think that's a perfect note to end this episode. Hopefully we'll be back with the rest of the fellas breaking down crisis and some more crazy stuff. But for now, I'm going to call it a day. Jay Siobhan, thanks for rolling with me. Thank y'all out there for listening. This episode of Lyle's Movie Files has been filed.